Hello there. I am sitting and waiting. Yes, I suppose I was waiting for you. But I'm waiting for something else, too. I'm waiting for him to bring me a story. That's why I'm up here, on the roof. Here where the birds of prey nest, and the air is cold and crisp, and there are old mosses and ivies, and even little flowers and plants that have crawled their way up from the ground over the centuries and centuries, and maybe even longer that they have been allowed to grow. They sort of climb up me a little sometimes. Little vines gently trying to wrap themselves around my toes, my fingers, my limbs. But then realizing there is nothing to find purchase on, nothing to attach to. Or maybe it's that I keep squirming, I'm not sure. But my time for that is past. Sometimes it's nice to materialize just enough, just long enough, that is, so that I can let a little one grow and flower in my hair. But then I take a breath and disappear again. Just another castle ghost. Just another one of the inhabitants within this place. But I'm not within it today. I am right at the tippy top. I am waiting for him to bring me a story. I believe that he will provide. So I will wait. I'm sorry about last time. I'm sorry I was so angry. I'm sorry that I let fear get the better of me. I'm sorry if I wasn't a very good friend. I'm sorry I disappeared after that. Sometimes we feel everything about to crash and collapse and the only thing we know how to do is batten down the hatches, make ready for war. And then we realize too late that, through the paranoia we embodied out of fear of war, we created a war. Isn't that so? Anyway, 
I'm sorry. From up here, we can see everything surrounded the castle. Isn't that something? Look. To the west. The graveyard we visited that time. Do you remember? Maybe we visited it more than once. Maybe we've visited more than one cemetery. I don't really know. I can't really get away from them because I think they're just so beautiful. But also, probably, for how crowded they are, they are quite empty, I think. There's a contradiction there that I enjoy. And to the south, there is a tower. Or is it the skeletal ruins of a tower? I don't remember that, either. Wasn't it built, destroyed, built, destroyed, built, destroyed? Oh, and then there was a lighthouse, or... or something else. I don't... I don't know, I keep building towers and they keep crumbling down, so I suppose it doesn't matter. But there it is, to the south. A tower. Sure enough. And to the north, a forest. Green and alive, full of friends and foes and ancient forest kings and queens and lakes and machines in the mist and beasts with red eyes and vengeful trees and pumpkin creatures and all kinds of old gods and fairy things. It keeps trying to pull me back into it so sweetly. Maybe that's where these vines have come from. But it is my work to stay here, in this castle, I think. But how kind of it to invite me back. We can visit any time. See how close it is. And finally... To the east. Where there is nothing but a horizon. And there, the stars shine brighter than anywhere else. Because there are so few people to see them do so here. Some stars streak across the sky in a brief burst of moving light. Some are orange, some are pink, most are gold and white. The moon is small now, so the stars have more courage to shine out even more loudly, to sing for their dimmed goddess. The east is where the sun will come up soon, and I'll need to disappear once again when that happens. So I really hope he comes and brings me my story soon. I'm awfully tired. Sometimes it's just a lot. But can I really be tired? I'm not doing the work. He is. He is finding a story from the depths of the castle. 
He must be digging around the libraries or the dungeons. He must be exploring room after room after room, putting together something most riveting and unusual and new. I hope it's not too frightening. I hope it's not too loud. I hope it's not too intense or dramatic. Those things are all very good sometimes, but you see... Ah, (laughs) foolish. Beggars can't be choosers, so they say. He will bring me a story. That is good. I cannot impose rules or restrictions on it. I will gratefully accept whatever he brings my way. Still, it would be nice if it involved... I don't know. Handsome vampires. Beautiful mermaids. Something like that, you know. It will happen. It can't be after sunrise, so let's just hope. If it doesn't happen, it will be all right. I will think of something. But I have to trust him. I choose to trust him. It's been hard in the past. We've fought and danced and loved and fought and danced and loved and all of it over and over and over, time and time and time again. And now I just trust him. And I hope he trusts me too. Because otherwise I'm just falling into nothing, really. And that's fine too, I suppose. I will accept what comes my way, even if he does not bring it. It's the fighting against what's coming that's so exhausting. I don't want to do it anymore. I tried it again last time, and at least it made me remember my distaste for it. The urge will come again. I can manifest my form in the shape of a beast any time, really, but I'd prefer to stop before that happens again next time. I felt a little itch, a little urge, a little pain and pulling in my heart again. So I came up here. He'll know to find me here. You did.
there. There he is. He is coming. Do you hear? His breath is thunderous, but I can't see him. Can you see him? From this vantage point, it should be easy, but it's also very dark. It's the middle of the night. I can't... Uh, <laughs> there. Easy to miss against the night sky. I didn't realize. I thought that was a vast expanse of starless night sky. But it's a shadow. A silhouette. A black silhouette. Of a cloaked figure. It looks as though he is standing at that point on the horizon fairly close to us. But he's actually quite far. Quite far away. It's just that he's enormous. He is taller than the whole castle itself. He could hold me in the center of the palm of his hand and I could comfortably stretch out and not fall. That's how large he is right now. I cannot see his face. It's too dark, and he's too far away. I hope he's not angry. If he walked, the earth would shake with each step. But he doesn't. He glides over the surface. He is moving slowly, hesitating. His black wings hung behind him, drooping. As the feathers graze the ground, they leave little marks, little indents in the dirt. He has stopped right before the castle in front of us. His immense crystal blue eyes lit up in the darkness of the night. And finally, I see the rest of his face lit up by his eyes. Why are you so sad? Why have you made yourself so large? You're afraid. Afraid of what? Of me. Why? Is it the story you've brought me? Can I have it? He's pausing for a long moment, then extends his arm, his great huge hand trembling, making a fist. He turns that fist upwards and unfolds his fingers, and his hand 
is empty. You don't have a story. He is shaking his head. A black tear falls from one of his luminous eyes, and it falls to the ground, making a large splash as it goes into the moat surrounding the castle, dyeing the blue water black like squid ink for a little, or so I assume. Again, it is very dark. Oh, sweetheart. That's all right. It's all right. You don't have to have anything tonight. You deserve to rest. You deserve to enjoy, too. Don't cry. Or do cry. I am not angry. How could I be angry at you? I know what will make you feel better. All right. I want you to take a deep breath. Look around. There are so many ways to get lost in this great, vast world. There are so many ways to distract oneself from what's important. Stories are very, very important to me. But not nearly as important as you, dear one. You must have ripped the castle apart looking for a story for this week, eh? No matter. I ripped the castle apart two weeks ago, too. <laughs> it's all right. Look around. The castle where the night sky meets the sun And west where the graves are all spread To the southernmost tower And the northernmost peak Beyond the forgotten forest Which forgets not the dead Want to hear a trick now, beloved? I'll rise with the dawn in the east South Tower I found And I'll dance in the north On the, the snow-covered snow ground and I'll, and I'll rise up and dance like a beast And I'll fall down in the grave I love best Though I weep and I holler I know how to follow my heart Heart back 
He's as he normally is. He is sitting beside me on the roof now. Between you and I, my friend. Don't worry, you're still quite tall. Just not big as a castle, you know? Are you calm now, dear one? Good. We'll keep looking next week. But tonight, we have all this. And each other. Look, everyone. The sun is rising over there on the clear horizon. See the ghosts lazily making their ways back to their graves in the cemetery, yawning and stretching and then remembering they don't live in their bodies anymore before disappearing entirely in a flurry of laughter. See the vines and the ravens and the beasts and the old gods scurrying in and out of the trees, to their underground or underwater beds in the forest. See the candle being put out in the window of the built-yet-destroyed tower in the distance. It's time for the sun to come up. We don't need to go anywhere. Not if we've found our way back home. Right, beloved. Hello, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to episode 232 of On a Dark, Cold Night. This is your host, writer, narrator, composer, sunrise enjoyer, Kristen Zaza. 
I hope you're doing well. I hope you enjoyed another non-story from yours truly. Finding time to forgive yourself for being human is something that I have a lot of trouble with. I imagine most of us do. But it's the very reason we're here, isn't it? To be human. And humans make mistakes. Humans get tired. Humans have feelings they don't know what to do with. And humans feel the need to explain everything in a neat little story that sometimes doesn't arrive wrapped neatly on one's doorstep, the way one hopes it might. So anyway, if I hope for anything this week, I hope that perhaps we were able to find a way to do that together tonight. Forgive ourselves our humanity. And maybe even celebrate it dare I say. On a Dark Cold Night is brought to you this month with support from Blissey. Big thank you for sponsoring the show, Blissey. In the tumult and chaos of everyday life, we often spend so much time dealing with responsibilities to other people or things or duties that it's so easy to put our own self-care needs last. Something that's become a very helpful, easy, and really comfortable and relaxing element of my self-care routine is sleeping on my Blissey pillowcase. Blissey's award-winning 100% mulberry silk pillowcases set you up for better hair, better skin, and better sleep. It reduces frizz, tangles, and breakage, a huge thing if you're someone with curly hair like me and you know hydration is so important, but also important for all hair types. The silk keeps natural moisture and the benefits from your beauty products on your hair and skin while you sleep, unlike cotton that absorbs it. It also helps you sleep because Blissey pillowcases regulate temperature and keep you cool, something that's so helpful in the summer coming up. The 100% mulberry silk is naturally hypoallergenic, so you don't have to worry about rashes or itching, and something else I love is that they're machine washable and durable. So caring for your Blissey pillowcase is super convenient. You know me, you know that I'm always looking for ways to improve sleep in a world that can often make us feel like rest shouldn't be a priority. Blissey has helped me sleep through the night comfortably, and wake up feeling ready to jump back into whatever reality I have to adventure in. And I know you'll love it too. Everybody loves them. They have a ton of different prints and colors, and they make great gifts because there's an option for literally anyone. Men, women, people, folks, earthbound, spectral, ethereal, elemental, imaginary, or otherwise. They have over one million raving fans, and you could be next. Try now risk-free for 60 nights at blissy.com slash cold night, and get an additional 30% off. That's B-L-I-S-S-Y dot com slash cold night and use code cold night to get an additional 30% off your skin and hair will thank you thanks so much my friends sending a big warm thank you this week and always to all of my patreon supporters who donate to the show on a monthly basis thank you deeply and eternally everyone if you're interested in supporting over patreon here are some perks Every listener of $1 or more a month gets access to the complete soundtrack. Um, that's over 200 songs, I think around 219, um, from all three seasons. And every listener of $5 or more a month gets that, 
a monthly tarot reading video every full moon, and a weekly bonus meditation episode called Quick Moments every Thursday. Learn more at patreon.com slash darkcoldnight. The Quick Moment meditations are also available through an iTunes subscription to the Sonar Plus Apple Podcast channel for $3.99 a month, where you get those on Thursday as well as tons of other ad-free bonus content from other awesome Sonar Network shows. Visit my podcast page on Apple or the Sonar Network's channel page for more information. You can also support one-time only without any perks at ko-fi.com slash darkcoldnight, or by buying a t-shirt or hoodie at bonfire.com slash on-a-dark-cold-night. I'd also love if you rated and or reviewed the show wherever you can. Spotify, iTunes, Facebook, Podchaser, wherever you can and like to. You can also listen to my first publicly released album of 17 tracks. 14 of my favorite songs from On a Dark Cold Night, and all three versions of the theme song. You can find it on Spotify or anywhere else you like to stream your music. You can find me on social media on Twitter at A Dark Cold Night, Instagram at Dark Cold Night Podcast, Facebook and YouTube under On a Dark Cold Night, and on TikTok at Kristen Zaza. You can follow me and shout at me if you have any questions you'd like to hear addressed in any upcoming stories. Thank you again for listening tonight. Take a deep breath. Hold it. Try to release any tension you're holding in your body as you exhale. We're going to be all right. Sweet dreams. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.